Hey guys, Whitney here with your dose of healthy hustle. I am so excited to talk to entrepreneurs and business owners about the skills and tools that help their businesses reach the highest level of success. In my previous career, I met with hundreds of businesses and I always saw the businesses that were struggling were making the same common mistakes. So I started Healthy Hustle to help you navigate your business and elevate your hustle to its optimum success. Check out our website, healthyhustlelc.com or find us on Facebook and Instagram, Healthy Hustle LC. Hey guys, Whitney Busios here with your Healthy Hustle podcast. And today we have Jessica Streeter. Hi Jess, how are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Good, good. So we are excited because Jessica is a lawyer here in Las Cruces. And of course, when starting or managing a business, everyone needs legal advice. So what do you think the number one reason is for needing an attorney in business? The number one reason you need an attorney in business is because it's way easier to form your business the right way instead of hire lawyers later to fight about all the mistakes that got made at the beginning. In the beginning. Right. So everything from like forming your legal entity from the beginning, like an LLC, like that could be complicated. For example, if you have a limited liability company, for those of you who are not totally familiar with what an LLC is, you have members. But when you have members, that gets complicated. Mm -hmm. So like percentages of owning companies, you know, um, who's in charge with who and like what if you disagree? Right. That's exactly right. And so you another reason if you're going with an LLC and LLCs are really great. um, They're like a mishmash of other kinds of like corporations, but LLCs are really great. You're going to want a a good operating agreement Mm -hmm. that you come up with before the problems start. So that when people, if somebody wanted to leave, you would know the process for that, whether or not your business needs to get dissolved, how people are paying each other out for those Mm -hmm. kinds of things, or, you know, knock on wood, if somebody were to pass away or something, what happens yeah. to their share of the business? That's Although, great. Yeah. yeah. I never thought about that. Like, what happens um, if I, you know, I own an LLC with with a partner that we're about to form? And so if I pass away, does my husband get it? Or does it just forfeits my family and it goes all to my partner? Right. No. So that's exactly right. You, a lot of times, what people will do is they'll, the business will take a life insurance policy out okay. on the members. And then that way, when they pass the life insurance policy money goes to their family and then the partner takes over the business, right? That way both okay. people get compensated. And that's yeah. important, especially in New Mexico because we're a community property state. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Um, so whenever, besides an LLC, let's talk about like the other businesses. So we have um, sole proprietorship. Mm-hmm. What do you, like, how do you identify, like we have sole proprietorship, there's nonprofit, there's mm-hmm. LLC, there's corporation. How would someone identify which business license is best for them going in? I mean, Truly, the best thing to do is just go talk to a lawyer, right? Because there's, yeah, from the beginning. And you're also definitely going to want to talk to a CPA. Yeah. Your CPA is going to really help you make a lot of those decisions based on taxes and your financial goals and what you want to do with the business in the future. Mm -hmm. And then your lawyer will take your CPA's tax advice and talk to you about like the actual formation and draft 
the documents, right? So your legal entity of your business, whether you're a sole proprietor, whether you're an LLC, mm-hmm. impacts how you file your taxes, which is why that's important. Right. And it even gets more granular than that. As an LLC, you can choose to continue to be taxed as an LLC, or you can choose, it's called an S-corp election. It's confusing because S-corp sounds like it's its own business entity, mm-hmm. but it's, it's not. It's, it's a tax election. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Good to know. Mm-hmm. So what about contracts? That's big. Um, I have learned the hard way, honestly, mm-hmm. um, throughout my career. And I'm like, you know, one of those like hard knock cases where it's like, wow, I never learned. And then until I like learned the hard way like three <laughs> times. But like non-disclosure agreements, mm-hmm. non-compete agreements, um, you know, um, I've brought people into my my company and shared. I'm a big sharer. I'm an open book. Like right mm-hmm. off the bat, I just share with everything and everyone. And then just to find out that someone has like will leave and, you know, take your ideas and implement them for themselves. So is it important to have contracts prepared um, for employees, for anyone that you're that's hiring you for a service? Yeah. Yeah, so all of that stuff is important, and there are a lot of, like, really specific legal requirements for things like non-disclosure agreements, non-compete agreements. For example, lawyers, a lot of times, it's really hard to do non-disclosures or non-competes because we're all kind of doing the same thing, and things are really Mm case-specific, right? Mm -hmm. There's not, like, some magic recipe that we have that we can keep everybody else from sharing. Exactly. Right, exactly. So that was kind of, like, leads into my next question, like, Rocket Lawyer Mm -hmm. or, like, LegalZoom. So a lot of the time, people try to find shortcuts. Um, And uh, the obvious reason for that is money, right? Mm -hmm. So if you're starting a business and you need to be, like, conscious of your spending, so people are like, well, I can spend $10 a month on rocket lawyer and print all this stuff out but that you kind of answered that question right like it's not specific to your business right so if you don't have an attorney with eyes on the contract like for me everything's very specific that we do Mm -hmm. so my non-disclosure needs to be reviewed by someone such as yourself yeah that's exactly right so a lot of times things like rocket lawyer or legal zoom They're like good starting places, right? They give you an idea of what that kind of contract is. But a well-drafted contract describes the boundaries between you and the other person, the scope of work, whatever it is, really specifically. And Mm -hmm. it's really specific to your case, your business, and your relationship with that specific person. Mm -hmm. So if you just have a general agreement, you know, a lot of times they work, but you won't know if it works until it doesn't. Exactly. Right. And I know we've talked about this before, but everyone gets scared about, oh, my gosh, it's going to be so expensive to hire an attorney. Yeah. Well, the, the the thing that you probably have seen and run across a lot and that I've heard a lot about is it is less expensive to hire an attorney in the beginning to set up legal boundaries and a legal contract than it is to then go in and sue somebody or hire an attorney when you are being sued. Yes, it is infinitely more expensive to litigate an issue. And a lot of times, truthfully, your attorney fees will outweigh the value of the thing that you're fighting about. Mm -hmm. So sometimes, unfortunately, the advice that people, that lawyers give to clients is, you know, you you can spend a few thousand on me fighting about the few thousand Mm -hmm. that's in controversy. So 
you can either let it go and just kind of move on with your life or you can pay me to fight about it. Yeah. Yeah. And But if you just spend and the money up front, you don't have to worry about that later. You're protected later. Right. So it, it just protecting yourself from the beginning is worth every penny. Right. Yeah. And it also just like reduces conflict. Everybody has really clear ideas of what it is that everyone's supposed to be doing, what it means, like when the job ends, Mm -hmm. how you know when the job ends, if we're talking about like a contract, independent contractor kind of thing. Um, And then that way there's no question and nobody's like, well, I thought we talked about you doing this too. It's in the contract. All you have to do is go back to the document and see what you all had agreed to. Okay. Well, that's good to know. Yeah. Um, what would you say the most complicated, like, business, I mean, I guess without names, like, the biggest issue that has come up, like, the most controversial, complicated issue that could just be prevented from the beginning has been? Um, I would say a not very well-drafted, like, operating agreement or, um, like, managing kind of document, like a mm-hmm. partnership agreement or something. When you're at the point where you're, like, dissolving a business not having really good clear boundaries in place at the beginning makes it a lot messier Messier. at the end end. if there are a lot of loose ends or holes in places that are important when you're trying to separate things out Mm -hmm. makes it much more complicated than it needs to be it needs to be so just have black and white boundaries set from the beginning Mm -hmm. that's good to know yeah I feel like this has helped me tremendously in my business because, like I said before, I've made so many mistakes and, um, you know, assuming that people have your your best interest. And sometimes it's not, you know, sometimes money can make people greedy. Um, Business and ideas, ideas or gold can make Mm -hmm. people greedy. Mm -hmm. Um, And you don't realize it. And I have been in the position where I sat back and I'm like, okay, is this worth the $5,000 that I lost? in this deal, not being smart, not having an NDA and a non-compete in place, is it worth then going and spending that plus maybe more to fight about it Mm -hmm. or just walk away? And so the lesson that I learned is just have them in place from the beginning. Um, And then, you know, be smart with your business partners because we talk a lot at the last conference we talked about, um, which we'll dive into in the podcast also, eventually is how to identify investment opportunity opportunities, but then also how to identify if they're right for you. Mm-hmm. So just because you have, you know, an opportunity to go in business with somebody, like knowing who you're going into business with and, you know, like having yeah. those, those boundaries in place, like from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I couldn't agree more with that. And I think just as a business owner generally, like really thinking about who your target market is who your target audience is is both smart financially but it also really helps you serve the people that you're serving much better because you're not trying to do 10,000 things you're like kind of focused on doing one set of work really well and so the people who come to you know that they can trust that what you're doing for them is going to be really good quality work. Oh, speaking that reminds me of another question I have. Okay, so we've covered contracts between like business owners and partners. Mm -hmm. But what about like when you have a contract with a client? Yeah, so that's really, really important, right? The first thing that anybody, when I first sign on a client, when we decide to work together, the the next thing that happens is we sign a fee agreement. And Mm -hmm. I hand them the fee agreement. We read it over. And before they sign it, 
I make sure that they have the opportunity to ask me any questions because it really defines, again, the scope of our relationship, Mm -hmm. what they can expect, what our hourly rates are, um, what matter we're dealing with specifically. Mm -hmm. You know, as a lawyer, sometimes we only enter on a specific issue. So there might be five issues pending, but they really only need a lawyer for one issue. And so Mm -hmm. we'll enter only on that issue. And that fee agreement makes it clear that we're only going to be working on that one. That one specific Exactly. Issue. Yeah. Exactly. So it's super important, both in terms of having a contract for a business owner and a client or a customer, but you also want that kind of specificity with people who you're working with, right? Mm-hmm. Employment contracts are really important. Independent contractor contracts mm-hmm. are really important. And again, it's just about expectations because the fastest way to increase conflict is when people's expectations aren't met. And mm-hmm. if you don't have the same expectations, it's just a recipe for a disaster. For disaster. Yeah. Well, and one of the things that I've come across too, just in my industry, is um, the, the contracts have, in written agreements, have really saved me of being like, okay, these three things or these three services are what you are paying me for. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you know, so a lot of the time, like what I do is I coach businesses, right? So I can coach you, but I can tell you what to do and I can tell you what steps to take, but it is your obligation to implement them and take those steps. So a lot of the, you know, like, um, I guess just, you know, being very clear about that from the beginning. Yes. Um, I'm not going to show up and do your job for you. I'm just going to coach you on how to do it. So that's something that I've personally run into in the past that I just realized I had to get more clear about in my contracts. But what do you do? Um, so I always say, like, we joke, because me and my husband, you know, when you go to a restaurant or when you're doing something, like, you, you look up a review, right? Mm-hmm. A Yelp review, a Google review. Mm-hmm. And I always say, if someone has a bad experience, they are more likely to write a review mm-hmm. than someone who has a good experience. And so that's one of the things my business does is um, we people hire us and like we help manage and like like monitor your reviews. But what do you do when you have someone who is disgruntled for whatever reason, bad mouthing you, but you know that you did everything that you could do? Like, at what point are you like, okay, it's time to take legal action? I mean, usually not. Mm-hmm. Like, so I've personally never had anyone write a bad review about my business, but I have seen it where it has hurt businesses. Yeah. And usually it's just someone that wasn't going to be happy. Mm-hmm. You know, they were just nothing we, they did um, that was going to make them happy. And so um, at one point, if someone is like ruining the reputation of your business, would it just be like a seized to desist? Like, what do you do at that point? Are there legal actions you could take? I mean, that's a thing that Just do you public relations management. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you feel super concerned about it and there are like really specific things happening, you might want to visit with a lawyer about it. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah. Just one of those things. Just hire hire healthy hustle and Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll totally. manage all of your reviews and your public relationships yes. and just make sure your responses are well written. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Well, where can people find you here in Las Cruces or surrounding areas also? Yeah, okay. surrounding areas also. Yeah, um, yeah, we go to Deming and Silver City. Um, but anyway, you, again, my phone number is 
3345. It's probably the easiest way to find me. I'm working on a website, so I don't actually think you can find me on the internet right now. But um, soon I will have a website, okay. streeterlawfirmnm.com. Okay. Um, and that'll be a good place to find me too. I'm working on a contact page, so you don't even have to call. You can just kind of do a brief description on the on the page and we'll call you back. Perfect. Yeah. Well, you heard it here at Healthy Hustle, Jessica Streeter. And if you are a New Mexico-based business and you need help with setting up your businesses, your LLCs, your memberships, your contracts, um, you can contact her and she would be a really great place to start. And again, um, we just really advise, like, start from the beginning. Don't get yourself into a place where you find yourself already being sued or being taken advantage of to realize then you need an attorney because it's going to cost you more money to fix it than it will to prevent it. So if you're thinking about starting a business or um, you're ready to go for it, definitely contact a local attorney and someone that can help you and just really understand the ins and outs of your business um what your services are and the boundaries that like you want to set in place because things like rocket lawyer and stuff like we covered they're just kind of abroad and it doesn't always cover exactly what you need it to cover yeah totally and even if you already have a business it does not hurt to have your documents reviewed absolutely by a lawyer you can always like update your partnership agreement or operating agreement you can always benefit from having updated independent contractor contracts, Mm -hmm. you know, it's a good idea, even if you're really established to just kind of review that stuff once a year anyway. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for joining us. It was great talking to you. And I always learn so much. Um, I feel like the, you know, running a business and just the business world is such a big place and there's so much to learn and constantly grow. So thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. This has been so fun.